You are listening to a live sermon podcast from Seeking the Kingdom Worship Nights by This Is Salvation. For more information, visit thisissalvation.com. So times are definitely different. I know that's cliche. I know that's what everyone's saying. But, um, you know, it's, 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 things are different than even the last time. Some of you guys were here the last time we are here. You know, we had, uh, we were allowed 25 people. You know, we, we filled that as much as we can. And even, we didn't think it could get any worse. And behold, <laughs> you know, we're only allowed 10. And, you know, I'm, I'm thanking God that each and every single one of you guys are here. I mean that. I'm not saying that as thank you for coming to my ministry. Now I'm saying, you know, be blessed that you guys are here because, you know, there's so many people that are neglecting going to meet with each other. And the Bible says, you know, do not forsake the gathering of the believers. It doesn't say forsake it if there's a pandemic, if there's something going wrong. It says do not forsake. You know, Jesus said that, you know, we, we're going to face tribulations. We're going to face trials. Things are going to come. But behold, he's overcome the world. Our, our faith and our trust in him, we have to put that in him. So, you know, the past month, the past couple weeks, the past year, it's been all a blur. You know, I can't believe it's been a year since all this went down, and here we are again. And, um, you know, people are losing their jobs. People are, people are dying. People are committing suicide. People are getting depressed. People are getting deep into anxiety and financial issues. And I would love to stand up here and tell you guys that everything's going to be fine. A couple weeks, a month, everything's going to be okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about those things. But the honest truth is, I, I can't sit up here and tell you guys that. I cannot stand up here and tell you what's going to happen with this world. But as a Christian, I can come up here and confidently tell you with a 100% guarantee that Jesus will fill, fulfill our every single need. He's guarding us. He's protecting us. He's there for us. In those times of discomfort, in those times when we think things are all messed up, we can run to Jesus and we will be comforted. We'll be joyful. Not every moment's going to be a happy moment, but it'll be joyful, filled with Jesus. And I can guarantee that. So going forward, you know, this night, um, we weren't, we weren't even, gonna, we weren't even sure if we were going to do this night. Me and JD were just like, okay, what's going to happen? Is it going to be? Are we going to be allowed to do this? Are we going to be even allowed to gather? And so our idea for tonight was, you know, we were just going to have a, a prayer meeting because what more do we need than prayer? But a couple weeks ago, and I know I say this all the time, that uh, you know God put something else on my heart. I wasn't going to preach something, but God put something in my heart to share with you guys today. And uh, so, you know, God changed that plan. And today we're going to hear a little message from the Word of God. And it's found in Matthew 7, 24 to 27. And I know I usually say I don't want, you guys don't have to open up your Bibles, but today I want you guys to open up your Bibles. I know it's dark. I didn't think about it, but you know, if you got your phones, just open it up. We're going to be looking at Matthew 7. 24 to 27 and we're going to be looking at a few other things and I want you guys to just follow along with your eyes because we're going to be covering a lot of things but I want you guys to see what we're covering so you guys can uh, take it in so the story that we're going to be reading today I should actually open it myself Matthew 7 24 to 27 everyone if you've been in Sunday school as a kid you've probably heard this song the foolish man built his house upon the sand and the wise man built his house upon the rock. You know, the foolish man built his house upon the sand. 
The wise man built his house upon the rock, and the rain came tumbling. You know that song? Everyone's heard that song? Uh, thank you. I was, getting, I was feeling a little bit alone up here. <laughs> so anyways, that's what we're talking about today. Matthew 7, 24, but there's more to it than just the song. There's more to it than just what we read. So we're just going to read it, and then we're going to dive in, and we're going to go from there. So Matthew 7, 24 to 27. I'm reading from the ESV, so um, let's just track along. So verse 24, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. Verse 26, and everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish person, a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came, the rain fell, the floods came, the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell. And great was the fall of it. So when we read this, when we see this, it's, it's really easy to just say what this verse is all about. When you trust in Jesus, you're going to be built on the rock and you're good. When you don't trust in Jesus, you know, when things come rough in life, you're not going to be good. Fair enough. We could say that about that verse, but it goes a lot deeper. We've all heard this song, we've all heard this passage, we've all seen the little, the little pictures that we did in Sunday school about this, but what does it truly mean? Well, when we break it down, you see in verse 24 and verse 26, it says, everyone who then hears these words. Well, what words is Jesus talking about? Obviously, this is not what Jesus is just saying directly to us. He's saying, he's summarizing something here. When you see this little verse 24 to 27 is a summarization of something that Jesus said earlier. So to understand what Jesus is saying, to classify yourself as wise or foolish, we have to go back a bit. We have to read a bit. We have to see what did Jesus actually say that makes me wise or that makes me foolish. This is why I want you guys to follow along. Because as I was doing my research, you know, I, I had to go back a few chapters. I had to go back to Matthew chapter 5, and I want us to go there. I'm not going to be reading it because it just, it's going to take too long. But we're just going to breeze through, and I want you guys to read this on your own time so it sinks in. But just for the, for, for the sake of tonight so that we can understand what Jesus is talking about, the wise man on the rock and the foolish man on the sand, we've got to go back a bit. So we'll start from here. What, what is Jesus saying? Why did he summarize this? Why did he stop in the end with those words? Well, you see, when we start in Matthew chapter 5, I'm going to walk over here because this thing's a little too tall. In Matthew chapter 5, it starts with the Beatitudes, the Sermon on the Mount. And um, you see, um, Sermon on the Mount right here. Sorry, I lost it. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are those who are pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are those who are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. It's talking about being the salt and the light. It's talking about controlling your anger. It's talking about controlling and, you know, just not being lustful. It's talking about divorce and, you know, committing adultery. It's talking about not making oaths and not breaking them. It's talking about retaliation. It's talking about loving your enemies. It's talking about giving to your needy. Now we're in chapter 6. And it teaches you how to pray the Lord's Prayer. It teaches you how to fast. It tells you to store up your treasures in heaven. Don't live for the world. Store it up. Live for Christ. 
It tells you not to judge others. It tells you to walk on the narrow path. It tells you to be a tree that bears good fruit. And then we get to what we just read. And it says, everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man. And everyone who hears these words and does not do them is like a foolish man. Okay, so we have two people here. We have a wise guy and a foolish guy. How do we know if we're wise? How do we know if we're foolish? How do we know if we're built on the rock or if we're built on the sand? Well, it's kind of simple. I truly believe we go back to Matthew 5 and we start from there and we read it again through a different lens. So let's listen to it this way as we glance over it. Matthew 5. The wise are the poor in spirit. The wise are the ones who are mourning. The wise are the meek. The wise are the ones who are hunger, hungering and thirsting for righteousness. The wise are the merciful. The wise are the pure in heart. The wise are the peacemakers. The wise are being persecuted for righteousness' sake. The wise are being the salt and the light. The wise are not giving in to anger. The wise are not giving in to lust and youthful temptations. The wise are not committing adultery. The wise, the wise are not making oaths and breaking them. The wise are loving their enemies. They're not retaliating. The wise are paying attention to the needy. This is a big one here. The wise are praying. The wise are fasting. The wise are storing up their treasures in heaven. They're not living for this world. They're in it, but they don't care about it. They're focused on Jesus. They're going 100% after God. The wise are not judging others. The wise are walking on the narrow road. The wise are bearing good fruit. And then we get to everyone who hears these words and does them will be like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. And when the rains came and the floods came, it did not fall because it was built on the rock. So we covered the wise guy, the one who's built on the rock. Now let's cover the foolish one. How do we know if we're foolish? How do we know if we're building our lives upon the, the ever so fragile sand of life? Well, we go back again. I know this is repetition, but we need to get this in our heads. We need to let this sink into our souls so that we know we can examine ourselves. Because the Bible says, examine yourself and see if you're still in the faith. The faith. And this is what we must do. So back at Matthew 5, what does the foolish do? The foolish is not pure in spirit. The foolish is not mourning. The foolish is not being meek. The foolish is not hungering and not thirsting for righteousness. The foolish is not being pure in heart. The foolish is not a peacemaker. The foolish is not being persecuted for things of righteousness. The foolish is not being the salt and light, has no desire, is not just leave it for someone else to do. The foolish is giving in to their anger. The foolish is giving in to their lusts like it's nothing. The foolish is you know, committing adultery, thinking lustful thoughts, giving to useful temptation. The, youth, I mean, the, the foolish one is making oaths and then breaking them. The foolish ones are making retaliation. The foolish ones are not loving their enemies. The foolish ones are not caring about the needy. And this is the big one right here. Because I think a lot of us may fall into this category. The foolish are not praying. They don't know how to pray. They're giving these cheap prayers that mean nothing. That cost you nothing. Two seconds of your day. The foolish are not fasting. They have no desire to fast. They got other things to do. 
I could go on about that, but we're focusing on the text here. The foolish are not storing up their treasures in heaven. They're living for today, for the now, waiting for the next stock market crash to buy, waiting for their house to go up, waiting for the next vacation, waiting for all this to go away, this COVID stuff, so we can just go live my life back normal. The foolish are judging others. The foolish are not walking on the narrow path. The foolish are not bearing good fruit. And then we find ourselves here. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rain fell and the floods came and the wind blew and beat against that house. And great was the fall. So you see, we've got a lot of examining to do in our hearts. I like to think of myself as wise, but when I was reading that foolish list, there's, there's quite a bit of things that I fall in on that foolish list. And if I want to be built on the rock, if I want to be a person that is, that is solid in God, that no matter what happens, if I lose my job, if someone in my family close to me dies, if something happens out of my control, I want to be solid in God. I don't want to be built on the sand. And that's what we need to work towards. You see, this is not about salvation. Salvation is a free gift given by God by grace and faith in Christ alone, and that is it. But you see here, Christ is saying, everyone who hears these words and does not do them, that means there's action. There's something that we have to do. We have to do some examining in our own lives to say, am I the wise man? Am I building my life on Jesus, on the rock? Am I truly doing it? Not just saying it. Because it's easy to say I'm a Christian and I'm living for Christ and I'm building my life on the rock when you're not. We need to examine this. Because times are changing before our eyes. Things that we never thought would be happening are changing. Look at where we are right now. So many people are crumbling. So many people are, are going crazy over this. So many Christians are falling away from the church. So many Christians will not show up at church because fear has taken over their love for God and fear has taken over their devotion for God. Guys, this is important. We need to be built on the rock so that no matter what comes, if they have a restriction where we can never come back into this building, we will be so strong that it will not matter. You see, if you have anything of quality, a house, a car, a device, what makes something that has good quality? It's built out of the best material. It's the strongest. It's not cheap plastic. It's made of metal. Your house is made of bricks, not some bamboo. And you see God's word, and through Matthew 5 to Matthew 7, where he's talking about all these things, you'll live this way, do this, be this, be that. Don't give into this, don't give into that. These are instructions by the master architect, God. He's saying, build your house like this upon the rock, and you will be solid. When the rain comes, when the floods come, you're going to be solid because I told you how to build it. You followed my advice. You have built it the way you are solid. But many of us were just, okay, well, I'll build, I'll put some bricks. Well, I'm okay with a tarp. I'm okay with a piece of bamboo here because we're, 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 we're filling ourselves. We're living for ourselves. And we see God is a mass architect. If you were to build a house, if you were to pay someone to build a house, you wouldn't just... just Use the cheapest materials. You'd want the best of the best. And here God is giving us the best of the best. The best way to live our lives. The best way to order our lives. Why? So that when times come like this, 
We're strong. It's not for His benefit. It's for our benefit to live a life the way God chooses us and calls us to live. Let's paint an image in your head right now. Let's say we're in this big field. Green grass is pictured in your head. It's perfect. It's sunny. It's beautiful. And uh, you built this house, like I was saying, the perfect house, the mass architect's way. You built it from the best metal and the best wood and the best bricks. It's sealed. It's waterproof. It's weatherproof. It's, it, it won't go down in any, any storm or any whatever, tornado or anything like that. And you see a storm coming in the distance, and it's getting closer and closer. What do you do? You go inside, and you might hear the wind, and the storm comes and it crashes, but you're safe. You're good. You know you're good because you've, you've built it the way it should have been built. You're, li- you're, you're living it the way it should have been lived. But let's say you're foolish. That was the wise guy. Let's say you're acting like the foolish guy. You're in this big, sunny, green grass place. Nice sky, nice clouds. It's beautiful out. It's sunny. I'm enjoying life. I don't need to build that. I'm going to go to Canadian Tire get a tent. It's good. It'll probably work for a bit. It'll get you through life. But then one day you're outside, you have your little tent and your campfire, and then you see a storm coming in the distance. And you're like, I hope that's not coming here, because this isn't going to last. And along behold, the storm comes, and it wipes your tent out. You didn't last one second, you're gone, you're done. That's what being like a foolish man is. And you see, the problem with many Christians today, including myself, is that We say we're built on the rock. We like to think that we're built on the rock. We're really building on the sand. And when a storm comes, we rush out to build that that rock. We rush out to build that fortress on the rock during the storm when we could just be in the, the fortress, on the rock, ready when the storm comes. So many of us, you know, who goes out and builds a shelter during a storm? You don't. You take refuge when the storm comes. When the rain comes down, you go inside. You don't rush. And many of us do that. We're not living the way God wants us to live. We're not choosing to do the things God wants us to do. And then when something happens, a death or COVID comes, we lose our job. That's when we turn to God. I'm like, oh God, help me, help me, help me. And yes, you should be doing that. Wouldn't it be awesome if we got to that point where something bad happened and we're just like, God, I'm already strong in you. Praise the Lord, God. I know you're going to get me through this. My anxiety is not going to rise because I am with Jesus already. I don't need to rush out to Home Depot and go make some fortress for me, God, because I'm already protected under the most almighty God. That's the way you should want to live your life, especially during these times. I'm telling you guys, this is just my opinion right now. I'm telling you guys that things are changing, ever-changing. Next week might be different than this week. Persecution is coming. Open your eyes. Many people I talk to, this like, yeah, whatever, man, it'll go away. If it does, praise God, He's delivered us. If not, we need to be ready. And we need to be built on the rock because one day something is going to, it's not when, something is going to happen. Where will your trust be found? You know, there's, there's, a, there's a verse in the Psalms, I don't remember what it is. Um, I might have it here. No, I don't. Yes, I do. Actually, it's Jeremiah 17, 7. I'm going to close with this because this is really all I have. It's blessed is the man whose trust is in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is, he's like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream, and it does not fear when the heat comes, for its leaves remain green, and is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. 
what that is saying is, blessed is the man who, who trusts the Lord, who's wise, who's built on the rock. He's going to be like that, that, that tree. You know how, you notice how when you're, you're at a stream or river, along the riverbed, it's always green. It's always, even in the hottest days, it's always life there because there's, it's an everlasting stream of life there. And that's what it is when we put our trust in God. We'll be everlasting, connected to the source. Nothing's going to shake us. Nothing's going to phase us. Anything that comes, we're good. It might bug us, but you know, we'll be so solid in God. So that's my wish for tonight. I'm, I didn't come here just to say, hey, come to my, listen to me speak. I don't care about that, guys. I can stay home. But what I truly want to happen in this place and with my friends, which are you guys, is I want us, to, I want Christians to be passionate. I want Christians to live their lives as if Jesus is everything. Everywhere I look around, I'm heartbroken sometimes at the lack of care that goes around. And I'm just saying, guys, imagine if we put our faith in Christ. Like you guys are here, there's ten of us here tonight. Nine, including me, ten. You guys aren't here because you just had nothing better to do. We, we all have nothing to do. You guys are here because you want more of God. So if I can encourage you tonight, is just, guys, build your house upon the rock. Build your house upon the rock and you will never, ever be disappointed. Anyways, JD.